John Stewart is back at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, I want to talk to you about ShipStation. Uh, when you're selling online, getting your orders out can be a real pain. It's time-consuming, it's expensive, so there's so many carriers to choose from. How do you know you're making the best choice? That's why you need ShipStation.com. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders. I don't know if you've ever tried to mail a letter, but it's almost impossible. It takes everything in our bodies and minds and hearts and souls to just mail a postcard. Why is it so hard? Well, guess what? If you have an online business where you're actually selling products and you have to mail them every day, I don't know how you can find the superhuman strength it takes to go to the post office. It's impossible. That's why you got to go use ShipStation. ShipStation helps you get orders out quickly, save money on shipping costs, and keep your customers happy no matter where you're selling. You could be selling on Amazon, Etsy, your own website. ShipStation doesn't care. They'll bring all your orders into one simple interface, and it makes them really easy to manage from any device, even your cell phone. ShipStation works with all the major carriers, including USPS, FedEx, UPS, even Amazon Fulfillment, so you can compare and choose the best shipping solution for you and your customer. And ShipStation has been voted one of the best rising companies. Uh, You'll always know that you're getting the best deal. No wonder ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. This ShipStation is so good that even if you aren't selling things right now as a business, just look around your house right now. I bet there's a bunch of stuff you don't need. You can sell it online right now. Use ShipStation. It'll be so easy. Just start selling your stuff right now. Your Two Dads listeners can try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use promo code 2DADS. That's the word T-W-O-D-A-D-S. There's absolutely no risk. You can start your free trial without even entering your credit card info. That's unheard of. That's how proud they are and how sure they are that they are the best shipping option out there. Just visit ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in T-W-O-D-A-D-S. That's two dads. That's ShipStation.com. Then enter promo code two dads. You can make ship happen. 60 days free. What have you got to lose? Literally nothing. ShipStation. Go do it. You're listening to Comedy Central. Hey guys, you're about to listen to another episode of Your Two Dads, the podcast with me and Sean O'Connor. I'm Julian McCullough, where we are dads who are funny and we talk about being dads. And it would really help us out if you would tell a friend please do you hear how sad sean is please for the cost of no coffee a day (laughs) (laughs) it's free to spread the joy of your two dads so please do it and you know what if they love it we authorize you to charge your friend for that so you can be like oh you like it that'll be five dollars we that's fine with us if you do that Hello! Hey! Hey, it's us, the dads. It's your morning zoo. Hey, it's me, the weasel. <laughs> That's not at all what he sounded like. <laughs> oh, no, I'm not Polly Shore. No, you're I'm a different a weasel. stole Polly Shore's <laughs> thing and did it differently. <laughs> the weasel. Oh, man. Hey, I I'm never, Sean. I never figured out if we were, it was cool to like Polly Shore because I thought he was so funny. Yeah, I don't know if you're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's son-in-law, though. Hey, that's a that was a banger. I'm Sean. I'm Julian McCullough, and we're your two, your two dads. dads. 
What up, Not dude? to be confused with the 80s show, Mad About You. Yeah. No, my... My, my two dads. My two dads. Paul Reiser and Kenny Loggins. And their, no. And their teenage daughter... It was not Kenny Lily Loggins. Lily Sobieski. <laughs> Stacey Keenan. Oh, wow. I didn't know you knew all this stuff. Well, she was on Step by Step. I had I had the hots for Stacey Keenan. Oh, yeah? Oh, oh that's right. She was, yeah. Yeah, she, she was, was the oldest, right? The oldest daughter, mm-hmm. yeah. I never watched Step by Step. Oh, you would, honestly, because you love shit so much, you would love <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At the time, though, I was like, this sucks. I'm like, I'd watch Perfect Strangers and be like, epic. Yeah. And then I'd watch Full House and I'd be like, perfect. And then Step by Step would start. I'd be like, what is this bullshit? Yeah. I'm not getting pandered to. Yeah, I'm tired of this normie stuff they put it on TV. <laughs> Hey Julian, I have a question for you. Oh, what is your question? How it could you be about da- anything? Oh, oh, how you dadin? Oh, how was Lulu? How you dadin? I am a da da dadin. Uh, how my dadin? Lulu got back from a long trip. Oh, where'd she go? She went. She fucking jet set it all over Europe. Her her dad's French. Oh, she's, she's yeah, backpacking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she she Dora. She paid for a Dora the Explorer package. Uh, so she was in Europe for a while, and um, having her back is. Great. She's like the just the funniest kid. She has jet lag like crazy. Like today was the first day she finally caught back up. So she was she'd been waking up at like two AM, like, all right, let's go to the supermarket. <laughs> You're like, no. Did she come back with an accent? Um no, she actually <laughs> this is really kind of American and shitty of me, but she came back and apparently she was like because she speaks French. She can totally speak French, mm-hmm. but she like resists it the whole time. That she was over there, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> oh, Wow, I had no idea you were so MAGA. I mean, either. Uh, no, she doesn't have an accent. She does have an accent. You're, when, you're, when you're in America, you speak English. Yeah. Um, she would, oh, she says one word that I w- hope she never fixes. She calls them tomatoes <laughs> because of Peppa Pig. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. Tomatoes, uh, yeah. zebras is what Nolan calls zebras oh, because of Peppa Pig. Peppa Pig is destroying our children. Mm-hmm. I've, I always said, what is that thing online about Peppa Pig being seven foot, one inch tall? Have you seen this? Yeah, I have seen it. Is that, what is that? Well, that's just an accurate pig size. When they, uh, they when stand, they stand up. up? Yeah, because Peppa stands, she's not on all fours. So when she stands up, oh, she'd be seven I was wondering seven where that number came from. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's funny. She'd be as big as Shaq. And that's, uh, Shaq is not w- as big as Shrek. <laughs> no, Shrek, Shrek famously is bigger than Shaq. Yeah. And famously? <laughs> famously. <laughs> You've never seen my short film, Shaq vs. Shrek, a one-on-one basketball game? Tale of the tape. <laughs> Don't you have a dad of the week? I do have a dad of the week. Wait, how are you, dad? And is anything going on with Nolan? Oh, man, so much. Isn't he, like, changing every day? He's at that age where it's like, all of a sudden he can type. Yeah, he's just talking. He's, like, picking up balls and being like, I found a blue one. And you're like, oh, cool. You're, like, a single (laughs) tear going down your face. (laughs) I'm like, wow, you're putting together sentences out of nowhere. He's like, Mets suck. (laughs) (laughs) And I also lifted him, and he felt 10 pounds heavier. I feel like maybe. Well, that's also because you're getting weaker. It could be, but Mm. I am worried, kind of, that he's turning into a jack. A Jack? Like the movie Jack, where you age uh, four years for every one year. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just don't want him to... That movie everyone knows. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want him to be 80 at his high school graduation. That that would break my heart. I know. My dad of the week this week is a Texas dad. What? Oh, God. This will be fun. A Texas dad was charged with homicide. What? Ah! After 12-year-old daughter crashes SUV into man and his dog. So why he's the dad of the week? He's taking the rap for his daughter. Can you 
Can you name a better death than That's that? That's true. You know, he was like, keep your mouth shut and don't say anything. Yeah. There's two rules. His daughter was driving an SUV illegally, crashed into a man and a dog, killed them both, and then the dad is going to prison for it. <gasps> wow. Pretty good dad. That's crazy. <laughs> Really makes you think. Would you? Did you make sure he didn't buy her the SUV? Because that would be that would hurt his standing. Oh, uh, basically, what happened was he let his daughter drive the SUV. Oh with, my god! He's like, "What's the worst that could happen?" <laughs> oh, this! Oh, this is the worst! Oh man! Would you? Would you take the rap for your daughter? Yeah, I would. Really? Yeah, you'd be willing to go to prison for homicide. Yeah, because you know what? If you tell the other dudes why you're there, they're like, all right, don't touch them. Maybe, but at the same time, like, your 12-year-old daughter, and I'm I'm saying this guy is a great dad for doing this. Yeah. But your 12-year-old daughter isn't going to, like, federal prison for homicide. She's going, at most, for a year in, like, mm-hmm. juvie. It sends the message, not to get too serious about this, but someone did <laughs> die, and we're talking about the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the the message you're sending if you say I'll go to prison for this, uh, because this is a that's a life altering that is messed up. Yeah. If you're 12 and you kill somebody with a car, you're like you know that's a bad thing, right? Yeah. So I would take the blame because if you take the official blame in the eyes of the law and you go to jail for it, you're really sending the message. Listen, this is not your fault. It's my fault for letting you drive the car 100%. You didn't do anything wrong. Of course you killed somebody. (laughs) You should not have been driving this SUV. If you let her go to prison for it, you can tell her it's not her fault all you want. But that's not the message you sent with your actions. I think, personally, this is where I stand on this, even though I gave this guy Dad of the Week, because it is (laughs) truly... A good dad He went down like a mafia uh, hitman. All I care about is my daughter. Yeah. But... Truly, I think they both should be in prison. <laughs> well, isn't that what they do? No. Uh, the judge is like, one of you has to go to prison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then it's like a rom-com. <laughs> yeah, and then they all point at each other and the judge is like, wait, I have to go to prison? <laughs> and there's a monkey for some reason. <laughs> okay, I feel like we did a good job. Yeah. Um, Our guest this week is... He's great! He's great, he's incredible, he's a writer on Southside, The New All That, The Chris Gethard Show, you may have seen him on Difficult People or HBO's Crashing. His own Wh- half-hour special on Comedy Central. Will Miles. Will Miles is here, and let me just tell you, this is such a quality gentleman that he makes up for the entire intro of our show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Will Miles, his Twitter bio... Says that he's Chicago-born, no, Chicago-bred, New York heart, L.A. now. (laughs) So what's your bread? Where were you bred? Jersey. Jersey. Where's your heart? New Jersey. (laughs) So you're New Jersey, New Jersey, L.A.? Uh, Yeah. And now my heart is currently in L.A. Okay. Oh. Oh, your heart is in L.A. Yeah. I love L.A. It freaking rocks. That's great. How about you? Um, bred Philadelphia. My heart is um, Louisville, Kentucky. Okay. And uh, did you ever live in Louisville? No, Kentucky? but I was there for a night. Performed a show. Had a great time. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I forgot my heart there. That's no. what happened. It's still there. I got to go get it. Cocaine. I know. <laughs> it's a hell of a drug. <laughs> Will Miles, everybody. <laughs> 
Guys, no one is more of an expert on socks than dads. For some reason, we hit a certain age, we become dads, and we just, our feet become very important all of a sudden. And I got to say, when I'm wearing a good pair of socks, I'm in a better mood. I treat the people I love better, and I'm a better father when I'm wearing comfortable socks. Thank you, Bombas, for doing that. And look, when I buy socks, I don't expect to heal the world, but that's what I'm doing when I buy Bombas socks because they donate a pair of socks to somebody else in need. You know, maybe there's a guy out there who can't afford Bombas socks, but he's a dad, and he wants to be in a good mood. You need socks. Shoes are so mean. Socks are so sweet and soft and wonderful. Bombas socks makes the best ones. Uh, B-O-M-B-A-S, Bombas. They're a great company. They actually, every pair of socks that they, that you purchase, they donate a pair of socks to someone in need. So you, you can feel good about buying their socks, but you can also feel good wearing them. They are so comfortable. They have arch support. They're made 100% cotton. They feel You know when you wear a good pair of socks and it feels like somebody is literally hugging your feet and they love your feet? It's like your loved one is holding your feet in their hands. That is what these socks feel like. And I am so excited that they are a sponsor of ours because I get to wear them. And I the, the thing that puts me in a bad mood faster than almost anything is when my feet hurt. And these socks help your feet feel fantastic all day. You won't be all irritated and taking it out on the people you love because your feet hurt. Because Bombas got your feet, buddy. They're going to take care of you. And they take care of somebody else in need. They donate a pair. Look, it's not complicated. It's socks. They're fantastic socks. They feel great. And it's a good cause because when you buy a pair, they send a pair to someone in need. Uh, so you can buy your Bombas at bombas.com slash two dads today. That's bombas, B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash the number two and dads today and get 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash two dads for 20% off bombas.com slash two dads. Show your feet you love them. Hey, Will. Hey, what's up? Thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Here in the dad shack. The dad shack. You're our first non-dad, but you were a teacher. Yes. Yeah. And Act- you're not a mom. Not a mom. So you're our first non-dad, non-mom. Non-parent. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to say there should be one word. Yeah. <laughs> I found it. <laughs> Sean, the human thesaurus over here. <laughs> so where did you teach? Uh, well, in in uh, Chicago, I Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> I was a paraprofessional for a while, which is where you like uh, try to integrate one child with needs into the regular classroom. And I probably wasn't supposed to say regular, but <laughs> <laughs> is that why you're not doing that yeah, anymore? Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, I wasn't. I was like the one. I was like 22 when I started it, mm-hmm. and I. Uh, was planning on being a stand-up comedian. I was a pothead. So it was one of those where it was like, I was like, I don't know how to like be fake. Uh, can I ask an obvious question? Yeah, yeah. As someone who knows the personality type of young person who is a pothead and wants to be a comedian, how did you end up helping trouble, not trouble, what's the word that you needs. should use? Yeah, with, with <laughs> Kids needs. with needs. Yeah, yeah. How do you end up in that? Uh, well, they could have, I don't know this which one. just seems like a tremendous blind spot for you so far. <laughs> <laughs> well, there, there, there's so many categories, you know, and yeah. I want to respect them. That's all. No, that's so yours great. is kids with needs. Kids with needs. And w- how did you even find that as a kid who like? Because I knew a lot of 22 year old potheads who wanted to be comics, and none of them wanted to help kids with yeah. needs. I well, I was always pretty good with kids in college. I did like education mm-hmm. programs and stuff where you'd go to 
high schools around Atlanta and like start to uh, just like deal with kids and after school and shit like that. And so I always had like a little inkling of something like that. And mm-hmm. then pure nepotism. Uh, my mom worked at the school. And so <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, yeah. I mean, in every industry, nepotism exists. Even, yes. Yeah. Even the uh, most charitable. Yeah. I think it's odd, though, that you you think that's not what happens because uh, my former roommate in New York, Nick, mm-hmm. huge pothead. Yeah. His job. He was, was 22. He was 22 <laughs> and he was a pothead and he worked at a school. Oh, really? Helping, yeah. Like their kindergarten. As like a, a teacher's aide. Man, yeah, I knew yeah, Nick yeah. for and, years and never and, knew that. And you'll never guess how he lost the job. <laughs> How'd he lose it? He got caught smoking pot during really? the break. Yeah. He got <laughs> arrested at the school. <laughs> he got arrested. No. Yeah. That's crazy. How long ago did that happen? Like seven years ago. Wow. It's very funny. <laughs> it is. I mean, if I were in that bit uh program or that like field yeah uh, and i caught somebody smoking weed i'd be like it's fine like i guess yeah it. of course you know yeah i think it's uh, it's that cop. you do it on yeah. oh, <laughs> it the, once the police catch you then you're in real trouble yeah, you yeah. Don't wanna... it wasn't like the fun teacher yeah teacher i'm gonna say that's where nick went wrong yeah was yeah. getting caught by a cop yeah mm-hmm. if he would have got caught by like uh the pe teacher now we got been, a different story. Nick's yeah, still doing yeah. it. <laughs> As somebody who might have got caught by the PE teacher, <laughs> he was like, I'm not going to tell your mom. I was like, great. Thank you, man. So uh, how, long, how long did you do that for? Eight years. Wow. And that was- uh, Did you love it? Uh, no. You, tell, you can tell the truth. I did not love it. I, don't, love I didn't it. think- Well, there was moments too where then, I, then they would like, you would have the one kid and then you'd have three kids because mm-hmm. the one kid liked you. And then you'd have a full, like a full class- Outside of the class you're supposed to be pushing into, mm-hmm. trying to use PC terms. So I had a, I had like maybe six kids every now and then too. So you had your own classroom, kind of. Yeah, okay. it was a, yeah, Look. where I was trying to teach my kids the stuff they were teaching them in the mm-hmm. other class to but, like catch them up yeah. and get them acclimated. So I had to like change some of the programming of the of the, the other teacher to be like, all right, this is how we're going to learn this. Like mm-hmm. I'm glad you guys are learning it this way. But yeah. Oh, so you were teaching teachers as well. I mean, I was doing that in New York too. Really? I, I yeah. So I did that in Chicago, and then in New York, I worked with a program that integrated into schools, uh, going through their curriculum and making it more accessible to black kids, basically. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Insert Chappelle sketch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it kind of was like that. We used hip hop. Uh, <laughs> You come in on roller skates rapping. (laughs) You guys know Cardi B. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. well, Cardi B is the original table of elements. (laughs) Literally, I guarantee in that program now they're using that. (laughs) But I didn't like any of that because I mean, so was the problem the kids or the system? System. Yeah, because you got to think what type of uh, company would allow a 22-year-old pothead to work there for eight years. <laughs> I wasn't even looking at it that way. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> well, you probably didn't- Clearly s- wasn't invested. You probably didn't tell him you were the pothead part. I think it's pretty obvious. And then like- <laughs> 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 There's like a stand-up clip going around at some point uh-huh. and like the seventh and, and eighth And you're like, graders, all I do is smoke pot. Yeah, it was pretty much that. 
<laughs> and like the seventh and eighth graders got a hold of it, and they were like, "Yo, Mr. Miles, have you seen his stand-up? He fucking is a pothead." <laughs> and they would that would go around lunch, wow. and I was the one watching lunch, and I'd be like, "You guys got to fucking chill." <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that kind of like in prison when they find out your crime was awesome that you get more respect? <laughs> <laughs> is that how that works? I did get a lot more respect. I bet once they were like, "Oh, you're a stand-up," like forget that you're you're obviously a pothead. Yeah, we don't really know what that is, but you do stand-up. That's insane. Uh, so what was? Do you have any? Um, is there a favorite kid that you remember? Jonathan. Yeah. Oh yeah. What? Yeah, absolutely. What was he? What was his, what was uh, his deal? Um, he was just like the coolest kid. I he was one of those kids where he had like uh, like his his life wasn't easy. Is mm-hmm. the nicer way to say that? So he like it wasn't very easy. So kids with needs is like it goes. It's it's the spectrum like okay. emotional, behavioral, um, circumstantial. Circum. Yeah. I mean, I thought it was circumstantial, and this. Uh, yeah. I have criticisms of the education system. <gasps> I think they just look at a black kid. Well, go to the front of the line. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No one else has any criticisms. <laughs> <laughs> they label these black kids early, and they're like behavioral disorder. It's mm-hmm. like, well, you haven't spoken to them, or like you don't know what's going on at home. And so that and they're was like, well, I can't tell what he said. Exactly. <laughs> he said he's mad. I don't know why. It's yeah. like, well, did you talk to his mom? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I tried. <laughs> Not easy. Yeah. <laughs> So he was just one of those, but he was like so cool and funny and he made jokes in class like when he wasn't supposed to and I would laugh. I'd be the only <laughs> person laughing. Like because I, when I'd push them into the regular class, I, uh-huh. he'd be like. Oh, so you'd stay there while yeah, they were Yeah, I'd in stay the, there. Okay. Because like a lot of the kids were with autism, so I, I had to be there the whole time. Mm-hmm. So then it was like. I had to be in the back of the class sitting like a regular student. <laughs> but I'm just, I've got a beard. With your knees up, with your knees up by your ears. Exactly. <laughs> so I was like looking to get out of class. So then like th- when he would make jokes, I'd be like, oh shit, this ain't that bad. All right, this kid's pretty fucking funny. He just brought up ecstasy yeah. in third grade like, as a drug. <laughs> I'm like, that's not a problem. like, that's but- a feeling. He's yeah. like, what? <laughs> Yeah, this might be third grade, but he's joking at an eighth grade level. Exactly, <laughs> he was killing it. He's yeah. like, he's like Molly's a girl's name. <laughs> All the older kids liked him too. Yeah, he was funny, and uh, and so I just would, uh, I worked with his class till like eighth grade, from mm-hmm. like basically first grade through eighth grade. That's awesome. So I love that kid. Yeah, I still I keep always, in touch with him. Oh, you do keep in touch? Yeah, yeah. He, really? Well, he, he found me on um on Facebook, mm-hmm. and he's like twenty one now. So it's like. Okay. He's like, let me smoke you out. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got that X, got that Molly. <laughs> I love I remember kids that just were like massively charismatic. Yeah. And I always wonder what ha- I th- I I want to look a couple of them up that I can still remember by name. I wonder but usually they're like either killing it in sales, you know, yeah, like they're, yeah. They're, like oh, are you just talking about your beers? Huh? Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, like okay. I remember, I don't know any. I don't, I'm not a teacher. Like, yeah. uh, I just I, I hang just out and look up the the charismatic kids I went to high school. See what they're up to. Why not? Senators? No. Yeah. No, I hang out a lot of playgrounds, and some of these kids really stand out. How did you get into comedy? I was the charismatic kid in my high school class. I was. I was being humble. It was me. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. I knew it. Do you think your teachers remember you? I know one does. She like likes all my Instagram posts. Oh wow! Like, oh really? Was, but she was like my most important teacher. Like Miss Felosa, if you're listening, no, you 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 changed my life. Nice. You uh, didn't fail me for making that SARS video. <laughs> <laughs> 
man. Yeah. SARS is a throwback. Yeah. 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 It was topical at the time. <laughs> SARS is or is not bird flu. It kind I think of, it's. I don't know. <laughs> I did a whole project on SARS. <laughs> but I, You're strangely qualified to answer this. Yeah. Right. I believe it was a strand of bird flu that was uh, found in Asia. Mm-hmm. But then it started spreading out because of like traveling and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, we made a video where Zars comes to Matawan, New Jersey, <laughs> and it was just us running around town pointing at people and saying, you have Zars. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, we, were, we were 24. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, do you have a teacher that you remember that is your... Yeah, Miss Barth in fourth grade was mm-hmm. pretty huge. Uh, I didn't really talk as a kid, and then fourth grade, I like made a joke in her class and mm-hmm. she encouraged it. And then I was like, oh, I can talk if I'm funny. <laughs> and so then yeah. the whole year I was just making jokes and it was like, this is great. What a what a relaxing way to be. That, that's our, amazing. Our, that is like truly the opposite of like other than one teacher, every other teacher I had really wanted to silence me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was my problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Miss Pascal was mine. Miss oh, Pascal, really? she was my uh, the seventh grade science teacher and she was the first one to be like, she would, <laughs> the, the kids would laugh and she would like pause for laughter. You know, like, nice. she, yeah, yeah, she wouldn't like be like, shut up or whatever. Every other teacher was like, you're, you have detention. I had a teacher, Mr. Panny, Told this other kid, Brian, Mr. Sil- Panty, no, Miss Miss Trapani. Oh, okay, oh, okay. okay. <laughs> yeah. uh, I had questions she, too. Yeah. Mr. Panty. <laughs> no, but we did have a substitute teacher that worked all the time, and his last name was Pusty, and his first name no. was Harold. And what? I'm not making that up. Harold Pusty, yes. Harry Pusty, <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> and he had a comb over uh, <laughs> that was like wispy on top. It was the whole. It's better fuck. than a bacon. Strip. He was the whole package. <laughs> <laughs> but he, uh, uh, oh, Mr. Panty used to tell this other kid, Brian. I can't remember his last name. She every time I would talk out of turn, she had him make a hash mark, and then that was how many minutes after school I had to stay. Wow! And I was so furious at that kid for doing it for her. I'm like, why are you helping? Snitch. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like in real time, like let her keep track. But yeah, yeah, Miss Pascal was awesome. She she was like that kid. That kid's probably the one that's a senator. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, exactly, exactly. Conservative, <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> definitely, yeah, yeah. So, when did you stop doing it? Uh, stop doing the um, the last I think was 2014 was the last class mm-hmm. I had, uh, with the integrated in New York, the integrating curriculum. Was it was it hard to leave? Because- no, <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Yeah, that reminds. <laughs> I asked a teacher that was retiring, one of my favorite teachers in high school. I was like, "Oh man, you must you're gonna miss the kids, right?" And she was like, "No, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God no." <laughs> it was the first time because all you ever hear is like, "I do it for the kids. The kids are the best part of the job. Whatever." That's like the cliche, yeah. and I, that was the first time she like shattered my world where she was like, <laughs> "No, why? You think you guys are fun? Like you're teenagers. You're the fucking worst." Exactly. And you do it is. It's the weird mix of like, it is that, but then you're like, but I shouldn't be responsible for these kids. <laughs> yeah. Because you're like, oh, I do it for the kids and I want them to succeed, but I don't want to be in charge of it. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. the fact that I have to be somehow involved in their success is like, that's too much pressure on me. I'm trying to go talk about weed on stage it, for an hour. Yeah. It is hard to c- care about other people's success. A hundred percent. Not when you're so focused on your own. It's like, this is impossible. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> and it was, 
Like, if obviously, if it paid more, it would be an interesting job, I guess. Let me ask you this, because you're in the, you are in it. Yeah. Do you think that if uh, the pay were were a lot higher, that more quality people would get involved? Yeah. Because I think the problem was it started and like, not it started. I mean, people have been teaching forever, but the. It seems like an obvious question, but part of me is like. Uh, if the salaries were really high, you might attract people who don't give a shit that are just like, oh, cool, I'll be a teacher because, you know, call. it's good pay. Yeah, I've always wondered that. Not that I think, not that I'm trying to find reasons to not fund I know, schools. yeah, yeah. No, but I think in that way, it will, you'd actually have your pick of the litter in that way. Yeah. That's true, yeah. Like, you would have to vet You'd them. have the people who just want a paycheck, but you'd also have the people who want to do it. Yeah. yeah. Because even with the low pay, that's still people who just want a paycheck. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, I, just, really? <laughs> I, just, I just need a job, and this right. is very accepting if you go through these proper channels. Right. Like, yeah. You can pretty much do it anywhere. I mean, like, in my head, I can understand being a teacher in a way, like, where it's like, you go, the hours are real great. Like, full summers off is yeah, the best and thing Yeah, full summers off. It's yeah. fucking great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I miss that, for sure. The... There is more work to it than people say, like think, though, right? It's like so, with it's curriculums so and stuff like that. You have to like design all that stuff. Especially, it's, it's you, like it's you, it's a long yeah, if day. You're actually yeah. doing it, yeah. <laughs> and if you even give a little bit of a shit, but like a lot of people don't give too much of a shit, and they're the like, I was looking at online at, on Twitter, and there's like a viral video of this white kid who gets up and he's yeah, like, I saw that. It was awesome. That? The yeah. long hair, he it was, was great. Great, yeah. And he's like, maybe if you gave a shit. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I love this kid. You yeah. talk to these kids in a yeah. way they give a shit exactly. about. St- you know, he was saying like history is interesting yeah. and you're not teaching it to us. You're sitting in your chair. You're putting on these videos. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, yeah. So it is that. Like, he's that- like anyway, I'm going to go drum for my metal band, <laughs> but I'm going to be back tomorrow. <laughs> we'll be right back with more Your Two Dads. And we're back. It's yeah. your two dads, and uh, it's literally just two dads today, because <laughs> Miles is not a dad. Will right. Miles is not a dad, and he, uh, but he does have it. You did have a dad, do have a dad. I have a dad, yeah. You have a dad. Have That's a dad. good. That's yeah. not as dark. <laughs> uh, how did that go? Uh, he was great. Yeah? He uh, was a entertainment lawyer for a bit, and then- uh, Entertainment lawyer? Yeah. Wow. In Chicago? Yeah, but he had to fly out here all the time. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's like, uh, the, there's just not enough Second City cast members. <laughs> it's like Steve Harvey. It's like Steve Harvey and Oprah. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's He's like, like all right. Well, Oprah's too big for me. Uh, <laughs> he he did rep Common for a while. Oh, that's uh, cool. He was out there. Yeah. But that was fun. And uh, yeah, he's. He's like an inspiration. He was a politician too, so I think that's how I kind of got into comedy. Mm-hmm. Because it's all bullshit. <laughs> yeah. So is politics. So you can just like kind of in a room full of people, you bullshit, get them to like you. And that's the same thing I'm doing basically. Right. I like you. Am I fa- <laughs> am I falling for it? No, no. <laughs> this is fun for me. <laughs> it's these writers' rooms where I'm actually bullshitting. Yeah. <laughs> was there? What was the hardest uh, part of his? Like, was he like? Ru- was he a disciplinarian or was he? He was, but I I didn't really rock the boat much, and I don't think my brother did either. But it was like he uh, he just wanted us to be good. I mean, there was all strict rules of like eighteen, you're out of here, mm-hmm. and you just got to keep that in mind. Uh, was he a big manners guy? Not really. No. no? Yeah. Was your mom? Uh, 
it didn't come off that way. No, no. I never, I never felt like. I think we had because you haven't said please or thank you once. Since exactly. You died. <laughs> <laughs> I don't with those, give a shit. With those no. dimples, you don't have to. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Julian, you were a, when you're 18, you're out of here kind of guy, right? Uh, no, actually, when I was 18, my dad was out of there. <laughs> <laughs> he, All right. I went to college. My dad moved out, uh, moved away, like to a different really? state, and was and so. The first break that you ha- are supposed to go home, yeah, is like pretty quick. It's like uh, November, yeah. It, yeah, November. It's like a month or it's like two months, and in two months, I already couldn't go home. Wow! So it was like uh, wow, you were really holding him down. Yeah. <laughs> he was waiting. He, oh, he told me he goes, "I fucking hate this town, but I'm gonna stay until you graduate high school." And I was wow. like, "Cool, I feel like you don't resent me at all." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. See, I don't blame him. I mean, it was it was like a. It was a suburb. It was like a rich, you know, boring white people suburb. And my dad is not like that at all. Yeah. And I knew he didn't want to be there. But I also was like, look, I would move for you, but I'm not going to be new like junior year. So, yeah, yeah. you know. Can- it's so odd to me that we, Julie and I grew up in the same state of New Jersey. He grew up in the rich white suburb. But my, my dad made $12 an hour. Like, yeah. I was a poor kid in a rich town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I was middle class in the poorest town. Like, oh wow! But like, not even middle class, like lower middle class. Oh, yeah. But like, his town is a punchline in in New Jersey. In in which New, one? It's called Keensburg. It's, oh wow! It's the worst town. It is. <laughs> it is one square. It's like mile. the Newark of the show. Of not well, not Newark. More like Trenton. Okay, yeah, Trenton, of the shore. Yeah. Of the shore. Yeah. It, yeah. It's one square mile, and I think its claim to fame in like the eighties and nineties was that in the one square mile there was like twenty eight bars. <laughs> and like yeah. it's just where the town went to die they would just go and drink Damn. themselves to death mm-hmm. it was so sad but now uh people are coming over and they're building things and everyone's like oh it's gonna be a town yeah historic kingsborough <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah they that, that well yeah it's like oh well because it's on the shore yeah, yeah. and it, it does we talked about this last week it has a boardwalk right it has a boardwalk so it's like all it needs is a couple of rich people being like oh i can buy a house for four hundred thousand dollars and then yeah. it's done it's over the problem with it is the richest people in town own the boardwalk and they don't plan on renovating it even uh, though rich people are coming in and want to buy the boardwalk why? They, uh, it would cost too much money. You gotta save money to make money or something. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how money works. Well, they don't want. I came from the worst town in New Jersey. (laughs) Because, well, also, if you think about it, the boardwalk industry is carnies. Yeah. You know, it's run by carnies. So it's like, I don't want, rich people don't want that. Oh, no, these guys are straight up wasps. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's like the most boring, it's like the first adult boardwalk where it's just like wine tasting and cheeses. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this thing sucks. (laughs) This is actually dark. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but did you ever get into? Do you have a fight with your dad that you remember? Uh, no. Just wow. like, well, I guess you're gonna lose. He's a lawyer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the fights have only been like when he's sick and you're like, you gotta eat. It's that kind of shit. Where mm-hmm. it's like, uh, in the moments when you realize you now have to like kind of take care of your. Oh, like that. you don't yeah. have to, but like, for some reason you feel the need to. Like, well, you took care of me for all those years, and you're feeling sick so now i have to take care of you so it's right. just like the small shit of like you gotta do this i feel like you might be a, pushback. a very good guy yeah 
<laughs> I'm getting this. Like, are you single? Because yeah. I, my sister. <laughs> you are just the nicest person on earth. <laughs> are you married? I'm married. Yeah, yeah. Oh, who are you yeah. married to? Julia Rossi. Oh, yeah. congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I th- I knew you guys were dating, but I didn't know you you married her. Yeah, just recently, a month ago. Oh, yeah. congratulations. Courthouse. Oh, nice. Very cheap. That's the way to go. Which, yeah. which one did you do? Brooklyn Courthouse. Oh, in New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. went back there to do it because we met there. But it's you it was, met at the courthouse. Yeah, we met. <laughs> we Her met mom is a lawyer. Your dad is a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> you were both waiting in the hallway <laughs> for their work to be what done. What are you doing here? <laughs> All right, we got to get to a game. Okay, yeah. Got, uh, so let's uh, <laughs> before Coach T comes over here and punches me in the face. Uh, so, which one do you want to play? We have two. Uh, Let's done. do Never Have I Ever. We have all these props. Okay. Yeah. 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 So, As a pro, a former prop comic, <laughs> <laughs> I hate to see a prop go to waste. Why is there that dick hanging out of your? Body? I don't think we. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not gonna be drinking this pear spinach and pee. I'm gonna go eat a dick. Yeah. <laughs> pear spinach and penis. Uh, so I, uh, we're gonna play Never Have I Ever, which everyone I believe knows the rules to Never Have I Ever. But why don't you explain it? I don't want to because I've never played it. It's... You've never, well, you basically say something, and then we have these uh, these baby food things. Of I'm, uh, I went to Target and picked some baby food packets I as have, a drinking. I have pear, spinach, and pea mm-hmm. baby food. You have I have um, blueberry, uh, carrot, and millet. And uh, feel free to tweet at us oh, what well. millet is. And then the nicest man in the world will be <laughs> drinking what vegetable and beef medley with quinoa. Oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, if you're, you're a longtime listener of your two dads, you know that the beef medley is uh, has a, a lot of beef. Yeah, I mean, you will taste the beef. Yeah, you know how you see dog food and you're like, do dogs like this? Yeah. When you see baby food, you're like, but I know what baby like. I'm a human too. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if babies like this. I think the only thing that I've heard about baby taste buds is that they like bland. Okay. They yeah. don't like a lot of flavor. Okay. Well, yeah, that's why you don't feed them the vegetable and beef medley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's why tits don't have flavor. <laughs> <laughs> and if they do, get out of there. <laughs> that's, my, that's my early 90s set. <laughs> but I, I don't even get it. <laughs> I like it though a lot. <laughs> <laughs> this is the stuff that would kill. <laughs> All right, we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to play a game. Never, never, never yeah. have I ever. Never have I ever. <laughs> I just ended it. We're a barbershop quartet. We are, or yeah. with two, but All I right. mean, I'm as big as three. <laughs> 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 and what's the word for two people singing? Uh, duo. All right. Uh, <laughs> duo. In my head, I was going duplet. <laughs> no, that's a blanket. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll start. Uh, so basically what you do is you- I'm just going to do a riff, you, but yeah, like we're, yeah. we're literally getting kicked out of the room. Okay. You say something, and mm-hmm. then if you've done it, you take a swig of alcohol, but in this case, baby food. Right. Okay. And this is going to be kid-oriented. Yeah, kid-oriented. Okay. Uh, a common bond between dads and teachers is they've probably had enough of children. Right. So here we go. Uh, the first one I have is, uh, have you ever cursed at one of your students? Don't you kids? say never have I ever? Never. Oh, yeah. Never have I. <laughs> oh, man. Stickler over here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, never have I ever cursed at one of my kids. Yeah, I got a drink. I got to drink that. <laughs> mm. Mm. Did you ever? You... Oh, that's good. 
This actually is. I like this. This is not. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I bought it. <laughs> it tastes like you're sucking a cow's dick, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. So much accurate. Yeah. So did, when you were a teacher, did you ever curse that? Yeah. Because I had lunchroom, and so I would, like, be in charge of lunchrooms. And I, you guys got to stop being dicks, all right? Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah. I ended up saying that. There was, like, uh, you know, my occasional, oh, when I was, I was a girl soccer coach, too. And uh, the other team, you know, we were Lincoln Park, uh, Chicago. So it was like we had a bunch of rich kids, mostly white. But one of our kids was Brazilian and they didn't know it. And uh, and she also spoke Spanish. And so like the ref was speaking Spanish to the other team. And they were like, he was kind of helping them and cheating with them. (gasps) And I had my clipboard. And I don't know if I part of me wanted to be like, uh, fucking Bob, whatever from Indiana, coach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I was like, I, I'm, I'm gonna show that. I'm gonna show up right here and like go crazy. So I threw the clipboard down. I said, "This is fucking bullshit." <gasps> and like all my team was right there. They were, like, <gasps> but the parents were there and they were like on board with me. Yeah. So it looked good, but they were like, "I can't believe he's cursing like this." I was like, "You can't be cheating. This is a kids' game, and you're. T- what are you teaching these kids by cheating?" I was really mad, but oh man, when a teacher curses, it. It does steal every child's yeah. air. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it's I, awesome. I had a teacher, my sixth grade teacher, Miss Sakura. She called me a fucking idiot in front of the class. <laughs> no! I swear to God. And it it stole all of our souls. Because what happened was she was trying to show- Holy shit, in sixth grade? In sixth grade. That's so here's insane. What, here's That's what happened. That's a fireball offense. It, it, when you Something hear, tells me she when you was hear totally her, justified. Yeah, when you hear her side of the story, it makes sense. So she was showing us, she was a, a science teacher, she was showing us how like common household products- can look like other things and how we shouldn't just eat them. like Tide Pods <laughs> yeah, back then. It was basically she put Ajax next to crushed up Oreo crumbs. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I know which one is. And then I ate the Ajax. What? <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, you fucking idiot. Oh my God. <laughs> she thought she, I was going to die. <laughs> <laughs> And you're like, jokes on you. I eat Ajax all the time. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, oh, no. prince, you're like Princess Bride. No, she made me drink Ipecac in front of the Whoa. class, and I had to throw it up in front wow. of the class. Oh, no, I had to go to the bathroom, but yeah. she made me drink it in front of the class. And then I was like, "What's going to happen?" And then she was like, "Go to the bathroom," and oh, I no. like just barfed for a day. Wow, a day, a day. Or Jesus. like I don't remember, but I threw up a lot. I no. threw up every content in my stomach. It'd be so funny after being called a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd be what? so funny if you ran to the bathroom and stood over the sink and then just shit your pants. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't understand. Oh, that came when I started drinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that oh, was that's in the great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I cur. I have to just be better about cursing around my own kids. I, you know, but I don't. They already. I could tell they already know what the bad words are. We never told them what they were yeah but like we'll be listening to a lot we have we play a lot of songs in the car that have bad words in them and they will sing the song and not sing the bad word and then keep singing the song and no one taught them which one it was so i don't know how they do that it's like a a sixth sense or something they can just tell yeah your energy um like we listen to cardi b in stone silence (laughs) (laughs) uh all right so do you want to go oh uh oh shit Never have I ever uh, been so high around <laughs> kids that I 
regretted being high. <laughs> <laughs> you, you were saying that while about yeah. to take a sip of it. Uh, I never did that. I never got high. Uh, Cause I can't do stand up when I'm high. And, oh yeah. And like, I don't really like being high. Like I, I stopped liking weed when I was like 25. Yeah. So I smoked it a bunch more, but I never like liked it. You <laughs> yeah. know, it's just like, Oh, drugs. Okay. But yeah, luckily I've never done that. But I feel like it would be fun. It's fun. It can be fun. Does it help you get on their level? I, I think it didn't work out. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I was uh, so I lived next to the school, and then I would go home Mm -hmm. and then meet the kids at soccer practice because I did have to go get like the ball and like I had certain Mm -hmm. stuff in my house for practice. And while I was there, the bong was out. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm just gonna have <laughs> the bong. Oh, so hit. you're going to soccer practice? Yeah, soccer though. practice is okay. different. Yeah. yeah. But I was as I was at practice, I was like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what to tell. What am I even doing? There's here? so many rules to yeah. soccer. <laughs> yeah. I was like, do I even? Am I even qualified for this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I took a sip because uh, I went to a Catholic high school, and we had to uh, senior year. We had to go to like a a younger like grade school, mm-hmm. a Catholic school. And like help out there, and me and uh, my friend who were both—that was our mission. We would smoke pot on the way there, and then just went to like a kids' gym class, <laughs> super high. <laughs> I had so much fun playing dodgeball. It was, oh, that must that must have been awesome. It was a fucking dream. <laughs> yeah. like, like definitely threw Boom. way too hard. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like parents used to get a lot more drunk. Like in our parents, yeah, era, like with raising kids, just because like there were no phones, like there was nothing to distract. Like you just everybody, it's like it's like one of those things where parents are like if we're all drinking, yeah. nobody gets in trouble. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I like to think that like our parents' parents dr- drank and drove exclusively with our parents in the car. Yeah, like, it was in like, the front seat. Yeah, <laughs> it's right. just like how they. Well, we have to get home. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> it's uh. Do you have one? Oh, yeah. Never have I ever told the truth when I probably shouldn't have. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All the kids, yeah. (laughs) No. I'm. I'm Well, no one's too. Yeah. Yeah, Unless you've ruined Santa Claus. (laughs) Did you ruin Santa Claus? No, 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 no. Are you going to? Although... Goldie's six and she's smart, and I'm like, wait a second. Is she playing along at this point already? She must be. Right? Probably. I mean, some kid in her class has to have been like, there's with an older brother or something, has to have been like, you know, Santa Claus isn't real, right? Yeah, and there's also like, you know, kids from other religions and stuff who don't even know what <laughs> yeah. Santa Claus is. Not in her school. <laughs> <laughs> You're implying diversity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she goes to Silver Lake Public School. <laughs> Unless Steve Jobs counts as a god, I don't yeah. think. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I can't believe there's not like Unitarians or something. Yeah, I don't know. No, I'm sure there's other religions, but you know, ask them. (laughs) I should just go up to. Hey, kid. (laughs) (laughs) There's definitely like a what bullshit god are you listening? (laughs) There's a white Buddhist up there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I told kids the things you're not supposed to say as teachers, like this doesn't matter, or like this is unimportant. (laughs) Um, Oh, yeah. Which I've like math, like past a certain level of math, I'm like. You're never going to use this. <laughs> oh, of course. Yeah. I think, like, truly outside of addition yeah. and multiplication, mm. I never use math. No. And there's calculators. Yeah, yeah. There's calculators and there's phones. It's like you you truly have no use for this later in life. Yeah. Like, I genuinely, I remember I 
got a D in calculus senior year. I don't know what calculus is or use for. <laughs> Same. At the time, I didn't even know. Yeah. Obviously, I got a D. Right. I failed pre-calculus <laughs> in college, or was it, it might have been regular calculus, whatever, in college. Four times, I had like four Ws. Wow. <laughs> and, and I had to fully load every semester after that. <laughs> it was insane. That's Yeah, there's like a certain level of math where like if you're not because I think everybody's smart enough to do math. Yeah, I but agree. But it's a matter of will, and you just like don't want to do it, you're never going to fucking get it. Mm-hmm. It's not like your brain will just like get it anyway. You have no. to actually like it. Especially when you like decide your major. And you're yeah. Like, I'm a, I write. I don't, what's the point of this math shit? I failed statistics <laughs> twice in college because oh, it was yeah. the, like the one that was supposed to be the easiest math or whatever. And it was oh, like, and it was so much harder. Yeah. I took statistics being like, I love stats. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, like Daryl oh, Strawberry Bat yeah, exactly. You got a 249. <laughs> and then I'm like, yep. oh, day one, I was like, whoops. <laughs> this is not also, what we're learning. Mine this was a translate. Fr- Friday morning, 8, 10 a.m. Oh. And at, in, it, at Rutgers, Thursday night was the night to go out. It wasn't the weekend. Oh, yeah. So it was like, I never went. Yeah. But uh, I told my problem with telling um, my kids the truth too much is I, when they do something that I understand why they did the bad thing, I, I had, I really have to stop doing this. I know it's not right parenting. I always go, I used to do that all the time. Like, I, you can't do that. You have to to be like, it doesn't matter that you can relate. You know what I mean? (laughs) You can't help but feel it though. I know. It's so hard to not be like, I get not wanting to make your bed. I never made my bed. <laughs> but I said that once, and by the third time I did it in front of Meg, she was like, she she was she had to like pull me aside and be like, you, you got to stop doing that because yeah. they don't hear the lesson. They just hear, oh well, if you did it, I don't have to do it. Exactly. Yeah, you know, yeah. So I have to stop doing that. But I think that also goes both ways. Where like you you could say that it's like it's the equivalent of someone being like, when I was your age, I like walked. Yeah, forty mm. miles, and you're like, I don't care. Like, <laughs> shit. like it goes both ways. Yeah, you have to be somewhere I think in the you can middle. pick your battles. I think yeah. it's more important, actually, if you don't do it all the time, that when you do do it, you pick it, then it matters to them. Yeah. But if you're always like, "Hey, fuck! I didn't want to do anything. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you to do." <laughs> yeah, this is actually good. I need to hear this. Yeah. It's like I know how little I've done in my life. Yeah, and I will say that to yeah, you. Yeah, so you're not supposed to do that. Yeah, <laughs> past a certain age, though, it is welcome. Like after. Yeah. 22, my, when my dad would say I used to do that, I'd be like, oh, thank God. Right. <laughs> like, I thought I was such a loser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like the first time my dad was like, yeah, I hated your ex-wife too. I'm like, yeah. all right, so we're on the same page. Uh, so are, do you want to go around one more round or do you want to do a quick... I think, or are we done? I think we have one. We have a diaper bag question. Oh, let's find Okay, yeah. great. Yeah, here it is. Let's wait, we got to open it. Okay, wait. All right, wait, it's open. <laughs> Hold on, five more seconds. <laughs> All right, what's our question? This question comes from future guest Mike McMahon, uh, uh, oh, okay. EP on Rick and Morty. Great. He nice. says, are we supposed to show emotion to our kids or hide it all and just occasionally drink too much and cry during October Sky. He wouldn't even show emotion in the question. What I think he's <laughs> trying to say is, like, how do you show emotion? What's October to your Sky? Kid? It's the Jake Gyllenhaal movie oh, yeah. from uh, like the ni- late nineties, where he wants to send a rocket to space. I don't remember that. It's like a science fair movie. Oh, <laughs> Mike. 
<laughs> science fair movie. It's like not even sad. <laughs> yeah. Why are you crying at that? Uh, but I think I think that is a good question of like, how do you show emotion to yes. your kids? Yes. Well, there's that whole issue of uh, getting, you know, l- losing your temper or, you know, whatever. It's important to model that an emotional reaction is normal, yeah. I think. Mm-hmm. But it's also, uh, I think the main thing is, well, if he's asking, do, do you show emotion? Yes. But I think that you don't allow your emotions to cause you to act out in a way that, you know, or if they do, you say, I apologize for that. But that's normal, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I mean, I've been in therapy for four months and I'm just learning to show my emotions. Mm-hmm. So, like, I I would love to know how to answer this question, yeah. but I'm still not there yet because yeah. my therapist hasn't shown me how to <laughs> use my emotions. I, I don't I'll start say, therapy for a few weeks, so. I'll <laughs> say, <laughs> it's really hard. Yeah. It's, like, I just found out that, like, some of the feelings I thought were feelings aren't actually feelings. Oh, really? Yeah, because whenever she's like, how, do you, how does that make you feel? I go... I feel like, and she's like, well, the moment you say like, that's not a, you're about to say something oh, that's wow. not a feeling. That's a thought. It's a thought. Yeah. yeah. It's just like, you know, it's like anger, sadness. Oh. Like, those are feelings. Identifying oh, wow. emotions is really difficult. It's so hard. Because a lot of us are out of touch with it. Yeah. That's why Meg, my fiance, is like one of the most natural parents. I mean, she's just unbelievable at it. I'm like, where did you go to fucking school for this? And she's yeah. like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, oh, you're just a person? Cool. Yeah. What's that like? Yeah. But she she shows, I remember being like, whoa, she'll like be sad in front of Lulu, who's four. She'll like be visibly sad. Yeah. And I'm like, don't do that. Like my my initial reaction is like, no. Yeah. But it's totally right. And then And then she's like, I'm feeling sad right now. She'll tell her, I'm feeling sad right now. But I know I'll feel better soon, and it's okay to feel sad. See, I think that's, that's a good. I think that's a good recovery. But you should never show weakness. <laughs> Sean, I hate to break this to you. Weakness, not an emotion. <laughs> that's a thought. <laughs> okay, I will. I didn't even let you answer this. What do you think about this subject? Uh, yeah, but I don't know emotions very well either. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like I like the stuff about how you show your kids emotions mm-hmm. that sounds like that's a smart move i don't know i i'm realizing i don't know how much of my dad's sadness i saw other than like the hints of it here and there would be like menace to society ending and you're <laughs> like oh this is relating to something oh, yeah. you grew up watch like mm-hmm. around it grew up around you and then we'd get a story about some of his friends growing up and you're like okay i get that making you sad so like most of my Sadness, I only know it and recognize it when it's like a death or like yeah. stuff like that where I'm like, oh, I'm obviously de- um, you know, sad because our friend died. And then it's like, okay, cool, I can acknowledge that. But then like stuff at work that is making me sad, I can't identify. And then it'll take like a certain thing to trigger it. And then I'll open up and then my wife will be, Julie will be like, oh, this is, you've been feeling this. I've noticed little parts of, parts of it for the last four months and this is now this coming to a head I'm like mm-hmm. how the fuck did you do that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's unfair like yeah. this happens with my wife too is that she notices when I'm feeling a certain way yeah. and then doesn't tell me until way later yeah I'm exactly like, you could have saved this <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
I that's interesting you say that because now that I think about it, I don't remember seeing my dad be emotional. Yeah, yeah. And he's like a really sensitive guy, but I don't. Yeah. I can't tell you a time when I saw him be emo- like at a funeral. I saw him cry, and you're exactly. like, wow. I don't want to. I mean, I'm yeah. all for him crying, but like. It's it's fucking brutal it's when you jarring. see your dad yeah. cry. Yeah. yeah, the only the only time I ever saw my dad be emotional is just sheer bouts of anger, like <laughs> gritted teeth, right. yelling. Well, that's like yeah. that's the problem with most men is yeah. we turn all of our emotions into yeah. anger because anger is the one we know how to express, and and so when we feel a different one, we're like, how do I turn this into anger exactly. so I can express it? Well, what I learned at therapy is that how I express my anger. Is I'm a catty bitch. <laughs> oh, I know. When I'm, when I'm texting with you and you say something shitty, I'm like, oh, he's furious. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's uh, finding that out is that I'm not an like an angry guy. I'm just Kathy Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of annoying. I probably lean that way too. <laughs> the only the only important thing I've learned about the parenting side of it, and then we can uh, be done, I guess, is on the subject is uh, I have a hard time. This is really uh, big. When your kid comes to you and they feel something, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be sadness. It can be anything. It can be joy. It can be whatever. We tend to immediately like squash it or manage it in a way. So we're like, that's great, but, or, you know, don't let it do, you know, whatever. We immediately want, we don't want to. And the important thing is to let it, uh, let them feel it. And say it's okay to feel what you're feeling, yeah. Or it's great to feel what you're feeling, but you got to acknowledge what they're feeling, and then be like, and then it naturally passes. And if it's a good emotion, great, just like let it be. Yeah. But if it's a bad one, you let it. Pa- you tell them this is going to pass, you know. But I'm here with you, and that's it. You don't try to talk them out of their emotions because yeah. then that's how you raise guys like us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't know that, but uh, my friend in Denver, Julia. Not my wife, but also another best friend. <laughs> mm-hmm. She has a son, and she was doing that with him, where she he was like crying, and uh, my instinct was to be like, "Hey, man, it's all good. Don't cry." But yeah. she was like, "No, no, 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 no. This is great. Cry, cry it out. Finish crying. Like this is good. You're, yeah. fe- you're experiencing it hurts the to do the thing of- you did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You should know that this is how it feels when this happens. It's like, yeah, okay, I didn't. I, I, well, right, I'm yeah. not ready to be a dad. <laughs> I was like, I'm out. Uh. You're, like, you're like slowly putting the joint back in your pocket. You're like, I was going to make him feel better. But I guess. This works for me, man. All right, yeah. All right, cool. Oh, don't give him a joint. <laughs> all right. Will, do you have anything you want to promote? Uh, all that. Watch all that. Watch. Although you already got paid, yeah. so who gives a shit, right? Watch Southside on Comedy Central. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Watch Sherman Showcase on IFC. Listen to recently added podcast. I was out with Nick Turner. You guys know him, yeah. Uh, it's all about and Netflix Gronish, stuff, right? and uh, and Gronish, yeah. Watch <laughs> Gronish next year. Uh, watch now, actually. No, next year it comes out. Season three comes out. Okay. And uh, and what else? That's it, I think. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good. That, one. Is, great. That, that is the most promotion that's <laughs> ever had, and I, that just shows you how uh, prolific. Will yeah. <laughs> Feel terrible now. Do you have anything you want to promote? Nope. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys. Uh, please like, subscribe. Yeah, and tell a friend about our show. Subscribe, you... rate, tell friends. Rate and review, and yeah. also tell a friend to listen Start to our show. Start a Reddit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> all we want to do is make merch, and yeah. we need to know that more than five people are going to yeah, buy that's something. that's all we need to know. Thank yeah. you. Bye. Bye. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. To women who hoped to evade the ticking clock of time, Dr. Frederick Brandt was the most potent 
drug dealer in the world. And the dealer got high on his own supply. From Imperative Entertainment and the team behind Broken Hearts comes a new series that will challenge everything you know about fame, fortune, and the fear of growing old. I'm Justine Harmon, and this is The Baron of Botox. Botox. 